Welcome, welcome to welcome. the only podcast that draws you in like a straw in a milkshake. It's Pastor Live, the lighthearted podcast adventure that's all about God, the Word, answers to your questions, and, well, sometimes it's more questions to your questions. Hang on tight. You're listening to Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Welcome to Pastors Live. It is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. We are getting one day closer to Dave and I's favorite holiday, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Hi. Are you excited for that? I'm always excited. I stay excited for St. Patrick's Day. I'm really stoked. On March 22nd, tell them, is my wife's birthday, five days after St. Patrick's Day. Um, so she's not quite perfect, but she's perfect for me. Wow. Um, but I get to teach on March 22nd uh, at Water Springs. It's a Wednesday evening. And so not only... Um, do I get to teach on my wife's birthday? Sylvia and Jay Cootie and Cindy Cootie, and we have some guest musicians. I can't, I gotta zip the lip there, but um, we're gonna have an evening of Celtic worship, and uh, I'll be doing a teaching on St. Patrick himself. Ren Collective? And uh, <laughs> I, I can't say, I'm not allowed to say. We can't confirm I'm or really, deny. I cannot confirm or deny. No. And, um, <laughs> But it's going to be fun. It's going to be an evening of Celtic worship. In the but sh- I love St. Patrick's Day. Yes. I, I'm right there with you. And I know you ever are. since you've McCurry. come to uh, Water Springs, I have just been blessed by that St. Patrick's Day service. Hey, guys. In the studio today, we've got some lovely, lovely people. To my right, you have heard him speak on St. Patrick's, introducing Pastor Dave. Yeah, but where are the lovely people? <laughs> Let's get to the lovely. <laughs> to his Hi, right. Dave. Another. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. <laughs> to his right is another good friend of mine, Pastor James. Now we're getting to the lovely people. Not quite yet. But hello, <laughs> it's good to be here. Hello, James. Hotter, hello, hotter, hotter. We, to we his just right. need to bring the wives in here. That's oh, all there is to it. I know. <laughs> to his right, under glass, making sure everything runs smoothly in here, <laughs> keeping us in tune, is Sir Gary Austin. How are you doing, Gary? Gary. doing well, man. Smooth <laughs> as guys. Pepto. We are. <laughs> are awesome. so oh, thankful gosh. for you man <laughs> hey to gary's right is a a very good friend of ours as well good friend of mine a great teacher yeah buddy mr john mcfarling john hey what's up guys mcfarling how you doing uh, not bad yeah lieutenant john it's thanks a, for joining us man <laughs> Yeah, it is a Tuesday, March. And you are. Oh, I'm Shane. What are you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm Shane, Pastor Shane. I do youth I'm ministry Sh- and Shane. outreach Hi. here. Hi, um, Shane. And- <laughs> My mom makes good cookies. My mom is the best, and she is lovely, and she makes lovely cookies as well. Yes. To go... To My go wife. with your wife's amazing coffee. My do, wife. Ooh. She also makes amazing <laughs> pasta, but anywho. It is season seven, episode 724. Hey, does, does your wife make uh, shepherd's pie or corned beef and cabbage for, for St. Patrick's? We're going to find out. This is our first St. Patrick's I together. I know. That's why I'm wow. asking. We're Maybe f- we should have you guys over. Yeah. We're going to we be should. out uh, down in Shelly with uh, with Jake and Stacy so and the kids fun, again. That would be so fun, dude. 
yeah. getting the Irish clan back together. Well, right. But we'll teach her how. And I know your wife makes an amazing- Shepherd's uh, pie. Shepherd's pie. Yes. And she actually does the, do does corned she, beef and cabbage, and it's also equally as good. Right. I know. Yeah. When you get a good one, it's 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 hard to, to get a mediocre one when you're out someplace and you're looking yeah. at the person, oh, this is really, I mean, you know, I mean, words escape me. <laughs> <laughs> so, which so, is code for man, this stinks. So here's a question for you guys: There's with, not with corn salt beef in the world to fix this, right? Right. With corn beef and cabbage, often what I've found is that the corn beef that's typically pretty good, right? I, I'll go out, I'll get a good corn beef, but often I find that the cabbage is weak. Well, there's a reason for that, and it's because when you're in a in a restaurant or someplace like that, the cabbage has to be done a particular way. Um, I don't know how Tina does it. Sylvia puts it in the broth at the end, puts it in the broth that the corned beef has been. Uh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Mine too. Will you stop, please? I know, right? <laughs> my mouth is seriously watering. Oh, but she puts it in the broth where the corned beef has been um, mm. soaking. Can I ask you, why do we have to wait till St. Patrick's Day? Why can't we have the meal I done? just had it. Uh, my mom just made some like two weeks ago. It. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. Going yeah. to mom's. <laughs> because they're they're everywhere right now. You can buy them everywhere. Right. right. So now, do you guys do bangas and mash? I've done it right. as a meal. I've actually had it Absolutely. in England. It was... Well, didn't Sylvia England. make it for me? It was, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was actually literally in the same pub that Tolkien and C.S. Lewis used to eat at. Nice. nice. So. Okay, now I have respect. Okay. <laughs> now. Because you said England. Just yeah. said England. It was Oxford. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. But I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, no, banger, so Irish bangers are slightly different from English bangers. Did you know that? Because the know. Irish, being poor, uh, didn't have the bread to uh. put in the banger, so they used uh, cracker. And so a good Irish banger actually has crumbled up cracker oh, in it. That'd make an interesting it's, texture. It's, it's, it's wonderful, actually. Shouldn't we have staff lunch with something like that? I'm all in. Let's do it. Okay. Yes, it's sausages and mashed potatoes and onion and gravy. It's, it's, it is wonderful. comfort food. Maybe we should just change the meal plan for family camp and have bangas and mash. Irish camp. and soda bread. And Ooh, <laughs> hey, man, we've got awesome uh, readings today. Yeah, let's get this. <laughs> we've got <laughs> Come man, on, Mark chapter with the program. 13, with the program. Proverbs verses, uh, chapter 11, verses 12 through 14, Psalm 63, Job chapter 10. Man, have I, I have, have just I told been, you my mom's favorite book of the Bible was Job? Yeah, that was the first book of the Bible that I read after getting saved. It was, it was wow. pretty gnarly, but the the Lord I used it. That's in an there. interesting way to start off. John's having a moment. Of, thought he was having a seizure. Yeah, the Lord the Lord used it in a mighty way. But I lost everything, and and so I'm sitting at the counter that like it was like a week after I'd been saved, and I was just prompted by the Holy Spirit. You know, I I, I should probably read the Bible if I'm going to be Christian, <laughs> right? So I started reading, and, and I opened. Not I didn't do. Bible roulette. Right. What happened is I sit in there and an old praise song from when I was going to church school as a as grade school, right? My mom enrolled me in church school growing up is Blessed Be Your Name. And I remember the guy who used to sing it told us what the song was about with Job. And so that's where I started because that song came to my head. How important are is music now? Oh, right? that's that's and, about the way I know most verses. And wow. I go, okay, well, I guess I got to go do Job because that's the only thing that I know in here. I didn't even know John three sixteen, you know. <laughs> so I started in Job and just started weeping, and wow. that's where like my connection with the Lord is. Like I don't need all of that stuff. Blessed be the name of the Lord; He will be with me. Forever. Lord give, Lord take it away. Yeah, it, be the name of the exactly. Lord. He's restored 
all that to you. 20-fold, 30-fold, man. It's yeah. It's been awesome. God is so good. So I hope you guys are enjoying the reading in Job. Yeah. Well, it can be a tough read. It, oh, this, the middle stretch is hard. <laughs> every time, every time one of his friends comes and starts speaking, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I was talking to Doctor Lieutenant John about that, and that's one of my favorite passages when he's like, "Hold on a second, <clears throat> you want to speak? Speak here. Let, let me just ask you a few questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna question you, okay?" Where were you when I set the foundations of the earth in place? And he lists all these things that he did as the creator right. of the universe. And if you need just a little slice, just a little, you know, like a Costco sample of humble pie, read that passage. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All through that, you have Joe going, I want an account. I want my trial. I want to plead my case. And God finally goes, here it is. Here's your chance. Go. But who? But first, let's put this in perspective. Who right. are you compared yeah. to? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Right. Hey, I like uh, Mark. Th- I, I love it all. But Mark 13 today, I, I wrote some notes <clears throat> in in the margin of my Bible when I went through Mark 13 last time. And I just love it because there's there's a pattern to Mark 13. And, and Jesus is saying, take heed, watch out for imposters. And, you know, we're, we're living in days, man, where there are imposters left and right. There are false teachers, false prophets, false doctrines. And wise is the the Christian man, the Christian woman who is aware, who is practicing um, that gift of the Spirit, which is discernment. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be fault finders. We don't want to be keyhole peepers. We don't want to be sin sniffers. But we also don't want to be um, gullible. Just if it's in the Bible, you want it. If it's not in the Bible, you don't. Someone asked me here two weeks ago. They said, "Well, what if what if uh, Asbury? What if that's counterfeit?" And I said, "Praise God!" And they're like, "What?" And I said, "Man, praise God!" I go, "Cause you know what? Any good counterfeiter, anybody who's a wise counterfeiter, never makes a sixty dollar bill." And you know why? Because there is no such thing as a $60 bill. I go, so if Asbury is a counterfeit, and I don't believe it is, but if it is, praise God, because that means that that is counterfeiting the authentic. Yeah. You know, so we don't want to be sin sniffing, fault finding, keyhole peeping. Uh, You know, look, man, just get in the flow of the spirit. What's the spirit doing? And then he says, uh, the second thing he says, don't be troubled. And I love that. We don't want to be distracted. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be distracted from what's real. And then the final thing is, I love this. Jesus tells them, it's going to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Because Jesus has got in that whole chapter. James, I know, loves to talk about the rapture. And people will say, well, you know, you guys make a difference between the rapture and the second coming. It's interesting in that chapter in, in uh, Mark 13, Jesus says, they will see him coming in the clouds, not you. Right, because we'll be you with him. will be with him. <laughs> and the other thing I love about, not in that chapter, but in that whole story, is that we get horses in heaven. So I like that. I know. I've never it's owned so my own cool. horse. So just a, a side thought about that, Pastor Dave, the trustworthiness and reliability of Scripture where you can get your hope. We have the 66 mm-hmm. canonized books of Scripture and they're reliable. It's a reliable, trustworthy source, so much so that everybody in this room, as far as I know, has placed their eternal hope on the words that we receive from there. 
And 100%. I was, uh, so I have a podcast called Culture Crux, where I right. sit down with different folks. And there was a guy from a different faith system on a recent episode. And he shared with me that when the prophet of their religious system speaks, they value the words of that prophet over the words in scripture. And I said, that is where we differ in a huge way. Right. So we, if, if, a, if a person claims to be a prophet of God, what they speak better line up with the revealed word of God that we have in Scripture. Not only better, it will. It will line up because God says, my prophets, you, it'll come pa- to pass, right? right? And if it doesn't, so, kill yeah. them. Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. some pretty strong problems if the prophet is not true. Right. Well, see, the other thing is God doesn't change his <clears throat> right. mind in terms of flip-flopping here and right. there. Right. You know, we, we have a God that is tried right. and true and his character, his nature is unchanging. He isn't yeah. going to change his opinion based on human culture, how it fluctuates. Yeah. So we don't need someone speaking on behalf of culture. We need people speaking on behalf of God, speaking words of truth to equip the body of Christ to be effective in the world. Right. And we find that in the canonized 66 books well, of scripture. Yeah, 100%. One of the things I love about Good what word. you're saying, Pastor Dave, and every the conversation in general, James, right? That was James saying all that. Right. I was, I was quoting Dave. Right. So that's why that I was, was That was Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this conversation. See what happens when Ty gets sick. <laughs> <laughs> we take over. We've been talking about abiding lately, right, right. right? And when you are abiding in Christ and with Christ and he is your home and and you are him, you and him are in perfect relationship, yeah. it, it helps that discernment, that sin sniffing that you're talking about, Dave. Uh, and just recently, I went up to winter camp and I taught through the Last Supper all the way to the resurrection in John, right? And one of the things that just warms my heart in a weird way, is that Jesus, when we abide with him, he says, a new commandment I give you, love one another just as I have loved you. And in that setting, he was foot washing. Yeah. The very beginning that he was washing his disciples' feet and loving on these 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 guys, right? And, and who was also washed before he left was Judas. Right. Jesus didn't sin sniff Judas. He didn't. He didn't throw a big and, fit. And he and definitely he, knew what was coming. He knew yeah. one of them was a devil, right? And he, right. even when Judas left to go do what he wanted to do, Jesus said, "Hey, do it quickly." Yeah. And when when Judas came back in the garden, Matthew's account of the gospel tells us that Jesus looks at him and says, "Friend, do what you have come to do." Yeah, that is the love of Christ. It's not sin sniffing. It's not pointing the blame. Even when there is blame, right. you don't point. And, and man, that's radical. And I need all the help that I can get to do that. And the whole that's the promise of the Holy Spirit. Well, yeah. And that's what I, you know, you guys, that's what I love about um, Paul in Galatians 6, right? When he says, um, if you see somebody who's overtaken in a trespass, mm. that um, restore. you restore that person. Yeah. It doesn't say you reveal that person, you know? Um, stand on decks and say, you know, hey, everybody, come look at Joe Blow over here. Hey, Pastor James, look, did you know that that guy blew? Shane, did you know what he did? Let me tell you all the ins and outs and the dirty details and the nitty gritty. That, that That's not what we're told to do. And we're not even told to Bible bash them, right? I mean, if somebody is, is overboard, which is the language that Paul um, uses in Galatians 6, if you see somebody who's overcome by a trespass, um, part of the language originally, he's talking about if you see somebody who's overboard, 
um, you literally are like, man overboard. What what do you throw them? Do you throw them a cinder block? <laughs> do you throw them the ship's log and say, hey, if you had read page 13 when you first came on board, you would have known that that was dangerous. That's not going to help anybody who's drowning. They're overboard. What do you do? You throw them a life preserver because you want to restore them. And Paul goes on to really encourage us to say, if need be, you jump overboard with them. If that will help them, you go with doesn't mean you get involved in their sin. It doesn't <laughs> mean that you be, become part of their problem. But if you, to be part of the solution, if you got to jump overboard with them and say, hey, buddy, listen, I know you're struggling right now with this addiction. I know you're struggling right now with your temper. I know you're struggling right now. You know, you're not treating your wife correctly yeah. or whatever it might be. You know, hey, I know you're struggling right now with not using your finances and good stewardship. Whatever it might be, you jump in with them. You say, I understand. I'm with you. I'm not judging you at the same time. I want to help restore you. Can I get you back on board? Yeah. You know, you think about um, when Paul was being shipwrecked at Malta, right? And um, before the shipwreck, there's these guys that make like they're going to throw, you know, stuff over an anchor or heavy weights or whatever, but they're really going to cut the dinghy and go overboard and try to save themselves. And Paul says, hey, you got to tell those guys, unless they abide on the ship, they're doomed. They will not survive. They, In fact, what he says is they will not be saved, which is an interesting word. <clears throat> and he says, if they don't abide on the ship, they will not be saved. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a dingy idea, you know, to go overboard. Yeah. So stay on board. But thank God that Paul restored them. Yeah. He didn't just reveal them. He restored. He could have said, idiots, that's a dingy idea. You're yeah. going to die. Bye. Yeah. No, because God had already told him, right? The Lord Jesus had already told him there'll be no loss of life. Yeah. And so he he was compelled to say, hey, tell those guys to stay on board or they're, they're not going to be saved. Right. And so that that's, to me, that's part of abiding. A- absolutely. Abide. Stay on absolutely. board. Some people say, well, can, you know, they'll ask, can, can a person go so far away from the Lord uh, that they lose their salvation? And my answer is always the same. Just abide and don't worry about it. Yeah, wrong question. <laughs> that's wrong that's question. the wrong question yeah. to ask. I, I I love that too. And then you, we were talking about the the revival and how how sometimes there's some na- naysayers, right, or people who cast stones or or are critical of that. Right. And you know what what I would say is in our reading in Mark recently, the disciples bring that up to Jesus. Hey, hey, Jesus, these guys are casting out demons. They're doing something awesome for your name. Uh, should we stop them? <laughs> And what does Jesus say? Oh yeah, man, they're not they're not in the power of the Holy Spirit. Shut them down. They're not wearing our shirt. Right. Yeah. Right. No, he says leave them, leave them alone. Let them be. They're they're on our side, man. They're on our side. And so that's that's what I would say is just just pray for them. Yeah. Abide. Pray pray for them. Abide with Christ. Pray for those young people in Asbury and the other college campuses and pray that it is legit and pray that they would abide as as we are abiding, right? right. And right. the Lord will do Miraculous, and pray that he does a revival in my in heart. our heart. Yeah, right? in my it's heart, a, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I was so stoked. I remember. Se- I I sent you. You knew about it before I did, but when I found out, I I sent you a text and was like, "Dude, look at look at what's happening. This is yeah. this is awesome, man. I just love it. I mean, we've been asking for it for years, you know. 
and now it's happening, and we're like, uh, we're not sure it's real. God didn't ask our permission. <laughs> yeah. like, Peter's Peter's at the door, you know, and and Rhoda's like, hey, prayer meeting. Peter's out here. Hey, shh, quiet, Rhoda. We're praying for Peter. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's at the door. No, no, we're praying for him right now, Rhoda. Just come on, just knock it off. You're interrupting. Yeah, yeah, but you know, and it's like it, it gets messy. It gets. I was in a Bible study the other night down in Pocatello. And I was with a, a smaller group afterwards, and we were, I was saying, you know, um, when we really come to grips with the fact that evangel- evangelism, evangelism, I don't even know what evangelism is, evangelism is messy, we'll be okay with God doing things without our permission. Evangelism is messy. Real quick, we're we're out of time. I just want to say thank you to our good friend, our new friend, Alan Finning from Auburn, Auburn, Alabama. He's with Truckers or for Eagle. Christ. And he, he said, I heard some talk about your program on a CB a long time ago, and now it's one of my favorite podcasts. And, uh, Alan, we thank you for that. That is such a stinking big encouragement to us. We need to be encouraged. So good stuff. Yeah, Spread man. the word. Hey, folks, listen, swing by Greenhouse Coffee today, 2299 East 17th Street. Let them know you heard about it right here on Pastors Live. And if you mention Pastor James's name, they'll put it on his tab. All right. Oh, God bless you. We love you. <laughs> That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. Don't put it on John McFarling's tab. <laughs> I don't have one Love your family. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. It's the one and only Pastors Live, a Rev FM production with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Download and listen to more episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts and submit your questions and comments for next time to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. His music, his word, the, the Rev. Rev.